0: Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is about the Gary, Indiana Demon House. The claims of ghostly happenings and demonic things happening inside the home. Latoya Adams claims she and her three children were possessed by demons inside the Northwest Indiana home when they began renting it in November 2011. Immediately after they arrived, Amon said that despite cold December temperatures, large black flies swarmed their screened-in porch and they kept coming back even when the family would kill them and kill them and kill them. Amon's mother, Rosa Campbell, said, reporter Marissa Kowatowski, from there, things got really strange. Campbell and Amon's heard footsteps on the basement stairs. Late at night, the basement and kitchen doors creaked open unassisted. And then the claim, the demons got to the three children. They said that the kids' eyes bulged, their voices deepened, and they sported evil smiles. While possessed, the nine-year-old boy described what it felt like to be killed and walked up the wall in the presence of a family case manager and hospital nurse. The seven-year-old clenched his hands around his older brother's throat and wouldn't let go until an adult fried him off. The 12-year-old girl floated above the bed while unconscious, the family said. The police investigated the Indiana Department of Child Services interviewed, and the DCS found Amons guilty of neglect for not sending her children to school regularly. They told Amons to find the job and appropriate housing and cared for her three children while she did. She regained custody of her children six months later. And the family moved into a new home with no reports of demons the case was closed february 2013. the 12 year old girl told mental health professionals that she was paralyzed and felt like she was being choked you could tell it's different something supernatural Amons said a priest told us that the exorcisms the reverend michael magnott performed When Amon's and her family were the first authorized by the Bishop of the Catholic Church's Diocese of Gary in his 21 years of service. Before the major exorcism, Maganot performed on Amon's. He prayed over her and made appeals to cast out demons. He named the demons tormenting Amon's during the ritual after she looked their identities up online while the computer kept shutting down. Because he claimed names had power. Then with the Catholic Church's backing, he cast out the demons while holding the crucifix against Amon's head. She convulsed violently and said the pain was as intense as giving childbirth. Maganot performed three major exorcisms on Amon's, two in English and the last one in Latin on June 2012. Zach Bagans came across this and purchased the house in Gary, Indiana for $30,000. Bagans has no other explanation. Something was inside that house that had the ability to do things that I have never seen before, said Bagans. There was something there that was very dark, yet highly intelligent and powerful. Gary Police Captain Charles Austin said in 2014 that he initially thought Ammons and her family were liars out to get rich but then he visited the home, interviewed witnesses, and came out a believer. Maganat, the priest who performed the exorcism, said he was also convinced. After buying the home in 2014, Begins bulldozed it in February 2016. He filmed the demolition for his Demon House documentary. Amon's her mother and her children live in Indianapolis without fear, she said. Both Amons and Maganot signed movie deals separate from the Bagans film with Evergreen Media holdings in 2014 with Lee Daniels. Set to direct, but the current status of the project is unclear. So, this house supposedly had multiple demons in it. And if you have watched the Zach Bagans documentary, The Demon House, it goes into depth. Where uh zach Bagans tell us about the house he purchased it and even during the filming of this house multiple paranormal activities was happening some of the camera crew were just absolutely going in fits of rage they had one in the hotel room say that the devil or the demon was there with him and was telling him to do all this bad stuff and all he wanted to do was hurt people uh, Zach himself saw an apparition of the, of this demon, whether it be in his dreams or he's seen it as he was doing an investigation, but something came off the elevator that was over eight feet tall. They know that there was, someone had lived in the house and performed rituals there and buried some articles of the person that they were doing the, I guess the curse on underneath the basement stairs. Now, when Bagans had the house destroyed, he took the basement stairs and the dirt that was with the basement stairs, and some of the dirt underneath the basement stairs, I mean, and some of the dirt that was after the demolishing of the house, and he put it in his museum. And you can see it sometimes to this day. There's times where Zach Bagans does not want anybody to go in and see it. He just has a feeling, and usually Begin's feelings are true. And he doesn't want anybody to be hurt, so he doesn't show it here and there all the time. But I know the man that set the curse moved out of the house. They tried to interview him during the movie, and he had at one point admitted that he had attempted to do a curse, but then he couldn't talk to him after that. Afterwards, he just there was no talking to him. And when they was digging up underneath the stairs, they had found something underneath the the basement stairs in the <clears throat> in the ground. It indicated some type of ritual was done there. Now, the man that did the ritual there in the Gary, Indiana house would that have been what made the house? Open? Did he open a portal? Did a demon come through? That very well, what could have happened? Beggins did an investigation, probably did multiple investigations inside the house. I know the one in the Demon House documentary. He had boarded up all the windows and doors. He had locked himself in to the house, putting boards over the doors, having his crew screw him into where he could not get out. And he stayed in the home all day and all night. And during the Demon House uh, Documentary that I'd watched, uh, some very weird noises and voices were being heard, and Zach was terrified. Uh, terrified him so much to the fact that he demolished the house in 2016 after the the filming was after the filming was done, and he just said that house should not have been inhabited by anyone or anything. Multiple people besides Zach Bagans has said that the house was demonically haunted by multiple demons not just one demonic entity. They literally tore this family apart just about. They had the children were fighting with one another. They had in the hospital, the nurse actually seen the girl go into a fit of rage and have a voice that was not her own voice. Inside the house, the DCS, the Department of Children's Services worker, and the police officer saw the little boy walk up the wall backwards. In another fit of rage, they attacked each other. The brothers was going to kill one another. And Mrs. Amons had no idea what to do. It was affecting her in different ways as well. Depression, oppression, you know, just being taken over. Health-wise, everything was going downhill. And even friends of the family noticed that something was going on with the family, that the kids were not acting like the kids, and Mrs. Amons was not acting like Mrs. Amons. It was all totally different. The house just took them over, or whatever was inside the house took them over. There's been lots of pictures online of what appears to be a spirit in the window. Some say it's real, some say it's fake. I believe that the house was very haunted by something very evil. And I believe everything that Zach Begin said, and I believe everything that he found was of truth to it. I've never, you know, seen or heard of him trying to disprove anything if he could find the truth to it. And the man spent the whole day and night, probably multiple nights inside that house. He he paid $30,000 for this house to try to prove of its demonic entity that was inside the house and try to help the family out. So you got to think, you got police officers, a nurse, a Department of Children's Services, not one but two social workers have seen activities inside the house, has seen the children do things that no normal people could ever do. And even the the police officer thought that they were lying and come to find out he witnessed things too inside the house that made him a believer. And he was also on the documentary and he flat out said, I believe before this house, I did not believe, but now I believe everything I saw in here was just true and was terrifying. And the fact that whatever was inside the house that they were trying to document was following Zach Bagans and the crew around. And would follow other people around as well, the children, Mrs. Amon's, Mrs. Amon's mother, you know. And Zach Beggins and his crew was being attacked inside the hotel, and they were seeing this thing inside the hotel, and Zach has dreams of this thing, you know, still to this day. And it bothered him so much that he demolished the house, he destroyed it, I mean... That, that's got to be proof enough. And he kept the stairs from the basement and the dirt underneath the stairs where they dug up all this stuff to find out. There was a, a ritual of a curse being laid on the house. And he Zach locked us away in his museum. So the Gary, Indiana house, I believe is a portal. They, they opened something and something from the pound the, the pits of hell had come through and worked its way into our world. And as such, stayed there. And I believe to this day that it's still there in the ground. I know that there is an empty lot where the house once stood. They haven't built anything on it as of yet. There is plans to, but something always happens to keep it from happening. So, and people still go to the spot where the house once stood, and they do their own little investigation. And a lot of people have said that it's still demonically attached that there it's its like seeped into the ground by now and it's inside the soil so whether you believe or not that the Gary Indiana house is demonically haunted or was demonically haunted I keep saying is like it's still standing was demonically haunted the land may still be demonically haunted whether you believe it or not that is up to you I leave that always up to you I believe it was real, very real. I believe the evils and the horrors that happened inside that home were very true, and I believe it happened to more than just the Ammons family, but nobody else has come forward to tell. The man that clearly did the curse on whoever he was doing the curse on was insane and just did a ritual that summoned up something that stayed. That's why you guys always got to be careful when you play around with the Ouija board or anything like that or do rituals out of books and, and so forth, so on and so forth because you have no idea what you're going to open up and let in demons want one thing they want to destroy us they want to take us over they're, they're jealous of us because we have what they want life they've never had life all they had is torment so they'll do anything and everything they can to destroy us to come inside and take us over even if for, for a short amount of time and our body rejects us and we die and they have to move on to the next they don't care They know what you're thinking. They know about all your little secrets that you think nobody knows about. They know all that. And they'll do anything and everything they can to worm their way in. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode tonight on the Gary, Indiana Demon House. Uh, I enjoyed looking up everything for it. I enjoyed watching the documentary. I I recommend the Zach Bagans Demon Demon House documentary. It was a very good show. Very good investigation on it. Uh, It gave, you know, a lot of the history of the house and the family. So I think you guys should check it out. But with that being said, you can go to ParanormalInkOhio.com. There you can see our main page where you can see some old ghost hunts, ghost stories, some old lives. And you can check out our crystals and the powers that they hold. They're all for sale. You can check out our sage bundles for all things cleansing. Our necklaces, bracelets, and pins that go along with the crystals. From there, you can go to Paranormal Inc. Ohio group. There's our group page on Facebook. And there we talk about everything paranormal. You guys give me ideas for shows. I do the research, do the shows. And then I give you guys a shout-out. Or I even have you on the show if you wanted to be on the show. From there, you can go to TikTok and YouTube, Paranormal Inc. Ohio, where you can see some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. And of course, on every podcast venue known to man itself, my podcast, Paranormal Inc. Ohio, is on there. I will go right now and I will tell you some of the ones that it is on in case you guys didn't know it is on Anchor of course Amazon Music, Audible Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts Spotify, Pandora Stitcher, iHeartRadio Pocket Cast, Radio Republic and CastBox you guys can check out any of those formats and t- take you straight to the Paranormal Ink Ohio show so I hope you guys enjoyed and tomorrow we will be back with another podcast episode at 10 p.m. Of course, Thursday night, we will be live on Facebook at 10 p.m. with uh, a ghost story or have a small discussion about everything paranormal. And Friday night at 10 p.m. on Facebook, I'll be live for Fear Friday where we go in-depth with a conversation and we have discussions about all things paranormal. And then, of course, every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I am on the podcast. So again, guys, I hope you had a good night. I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and I want you guys to have a good rest of your evening. And you will hear from me tomorrow night, guys. Thanks again. Bye.